guys, and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It, Sis. Um, I'm your host, Maya, and I'm here with my co-host. Amanda. Um, This is episode 18? Yes, 18. Yeah, episode 18. So this is our <laughs> third to last episode in the season. Excited about that. And today, I'm going to have Amanda lead us what she hates. So tell us a little bit about what we are talking about today. Yeah, guys. So... If you're active on social media, especially like Twitter, you definitely get to see people's opinions surrounding various topics. And the one that I wanted to get into today was, has social media changed the way we perceive courting or dating? And this is much different because Maya did remind me we had an episode season one on social media and relationships. But that was more navigating social media while in one. This mm-hmm. is definitely focused on leading up to one, I guess you could say. So I think before we start, Maya, what is your definition of courting? Yeah, so I don't even know what courting is. Honestly, I feel like that's a really outdated term and I don't really see anybody using it except like olden (laughs) people over 40, people over 35. Um, Oh, I saw me. Yeah, I'm like, when's when's the last time I've heard my friends say, so is he courting you or like... What is he doing at court? Like, no. Maybe maybe that's um, the problem. What do you call it? No, I mean, he's just like dating you and doing more than the bare minimum. Like, that's, uh, I don't know. I don't, it's courting. I, it's okay to like, have a term for it. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that term is like outdated. But my definition for, I guess, what other people would call courting, (laughs) uh, which I just call dating with intention, I feel like it's just somebody who, you know, makes it clear that they have the intention of wanting to get to know you um, and you only, and they're putting the work in, you know, whatever putting the work in looks like for you. Yeah, I don't know if there's like any like set like way to put the work in other than being intentional and being consistent. Yeah. What do you know? I mean, that's pretty much that. I feel like it's the actions that a man takes. And I'm speaking of heterosexual relationships, of course, um, for myself. The steps a man takes, the actions to get him to want to be with him. Like these are the things that I'm doing and I'm showing you that I want you to be mine. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's how I view courting. And I do think courting is a lost art (laughs) Mm -hmm. just, um, and maybe that's why the term seems outdated. Maybe, I don't know, I guess towards the end of the episode, I see how I feel, but I do think it's, you know, I haven't been on the dating scene in a while, but Mm -hmm. just based on stories I'm hearing, I'm like, are guys court needs women, but then it's also what the expectation is. And so Mm -hmm. with that being said, whether you call it courting or not, do you think social media has changed what it means to go after someone? Um, I mean, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, I mean, just like anywhere in life, mm-hmm. um, there's two sides. Like some people on social media, are, uh, you know, are of the, like, for example, on TikTok, I, I, you know, I watch TikToks and stuff. And like, there's a whole, like, if he wanted to, he would um, <laughs> section of TikTok, right? Where it's like shaming women who get involved with men that are doing the bare minimum mm-hmm. and women who are showing like, oh, okay, he flew me out. And then he asked me to be his girlfriend while we were riding on an airplane and there were <laughs> rose petals on the ground saying, will you be my girl? You know, like, <laughs> um, And then in the comments, 
everyone's like, I see what you're doing for other God, others, God, or like sliding down the wall crying, you know? Um, so I think there's like that side of it. But then I also mm-hmm. think there's always like the opposite side, like people who are in relationships that clearly suck on social media. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the comments is like, break up with him, girl. We don't want you. Like, I don't know. So I, I, I don't know that it... To answer your question, I don't know that it has changed how courting is perceived. Was that? Mm-hmm. Was that, that yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I just think it's like you could see both if you're looking for it. Right. So I think we're at a good age in which, and I always say this a lot, it's just this age group, 80s babies, um, maybe early 90s, but we were able to date and stuff without having all this in our face social media. And I, yeah. my biggest concern more is for like the younger generation and maybe those people who haven't experienced dating for whatever reason. Maybe they had strict parents. Maybe their parents didn't show them. Maybe they just got into the dating world kind of late. And the stuff that I see sometimes is just crazy to me. So like there's one tweet. It lasted like an entire day. But this girl said allegedly she got flowers from a guy and he didn't bring a vase with him. So she just left him on the ground. And then you had all these people chiming in. And there were people agreeing with her like, uh-uh. If he's buying you rose, nice roses, then they need to be in a vase. And I'm sitting there like, what is that the world crazy. coming to? Like, yeah. I'm not saying he had to go, you know, it's okay for him to pull him out the dirt and bring him to you. But if he's... Hey, even if he did. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what is going on here? And then uh, I saw another one with this girl. She wanted this guy to pay for her to get her hair done or she wouldn't go out with him. And I'm just like, I I get it. Like, know your worth. But (laughs) this is like crazy. I mean, I probably can go down a list of things that I've seen. Like, if we don't go to, and of course, the, the old, this is probably like 10 years old, $200 date thing. But it's just this idea that courting courtship has to be some grand men have to do just these grand things in order to get a woman's i don't know attention attention Attention, what is it worth and i don't want people to feel like well you know if i'm worth this she'll do it i just don't think it's realistic and i don't think it's fair yeah i agree i think that yes i think that's what i said that courting in the beginning um i was saying that courting is not about like material things it's about intention and consistency like Mm -hmm. so whether it's you know he's sending you flowers i mean i don't care if he puts it in a vase like Mm -hmm. vase vase whatever i don't care about that for me it's the intentions of his actions obviously every girl loves to be like lavished but like Mm -hmm. what's a lot of men can love bomb you and lavish you and then he ghosts right. you a month later. So mm-hmm. that that what does that mean to me? Like, you know, like of course every woman wants to be wined and dined and treated nicely. Um, but I think that, yeah, that's that's a little ridiculous. And I do think there is like a, you know, part of the internet that has these very unrealistic expectations. Um you know, and I'm sure it's causing other people to look and be like, you know, why is my person not doing that? Right. And I don't want to also diminish because there are women before mm-hmm. social media. I mean, before I was even born, who are used to living like that. Those are the expectations that they set. It comes natural to them. They date a certain caliber of a man. I'm not really talking about that because those women 
command it. I don't feel like, I feel like if you had it like that, you don't have to ask for it. Like if you're mm-hmm. one of those women who a man comes up to you and says, Hey, I want to fly you here or want to take you this, that they're used to that. But some of this, I'm seeing these young, these women coming on the internet, sharing their stories. It's like, baby, you're not even used to this. So you're commanding something from a caliber of man that you're not used to, or the man that you date can't provide that. Like, you can't date a certain level guy and ask him, oh, we have to go to this, some five-star Michelin restaurant where the course yeah. is $200. <laughs> like, Yeah, obviously that, you have to know what type of man you're dating. Yeah, and that's another part that's unrealistic to me, expectations on how every man you date has to be a baller or a scammer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, no. No, I've had, like, it just depends. Like, I've obviously had men offer to fly me out mm-hmm. i've had men take me on 500 dates like mm-hmm. i have done all of that but that's not to me indicative of like how this man is actually going to treat me like what does that have to do right with <laughs> you know like yeah, it's nice cool woo fun that was a fun night thank you for spending all that money on me but okay now what like, and i think <laughs> right and i think the point of that too is Every man's not going to be able to give me that. So yeah, I've experienced mm-hmm. a man who's the man who's going to buy me a five dollar happy hour cocktail, or the man who's like, "Hey, let me buy you this bottle of champagne instead," or yeah. let's go. Like I get it, but I know that's not the norm. It can't mm-hmm. be the norm. That's once statistically, it's just yeah. not. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not even in those circles um, enough to get that. I don't, and I wonder. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if any of the onus is on men because mm-hmm. then there's this other side like some men really do do the bare minimum oh yeah, <laughs> there's, gotta sure. be a, there's gotta be a happy medium with yeah but it's also like you as a woman have to set those standards for yourself like mm-hmm. who am i to you know like i think it's toxic yes for people to be going on social media expecting all this lavish stuff because certain women's men do that like that is her life you know mm-hmm. like, like you gotta set expectations of what you're looking for and hey, live with that, ride with that. Like I believe, hey, if that's what you want, go out there and get it, sis. Like, but I think like it's toxic when women who are living that lifestyle are shaming other women for mm-hmm. not, you know, being able to achieve that. Right. Like, personally, yes, obviously I'm not gonna date a broke man. That's just reality. Mm-hmm. I'm not broke. You should not be broke. So yeah, there's that. But mm-hmm. I don't expect like these extravagant like that's just not who I am. I'm not really like a material person. Right, right. I would much rather go on a 10 day vacation than buy a Gucci bag. Like mm-hmm. so it just depends on what you value. Um, right. But I do think that, you know, there is a toxic side of the internet that you know that shames. Yeah, yeah. And that really makes me for the people I don't know, I have a like a lot of empathy for people because I just knowing human and human behavior people who are on social media who are seeing these things, I feel like it um, creates insecurity. I know people say no one can make you insecure. That's BS. It creates insecurity in some people and feelings of worthlessness because regardless if it's intentional, there are Mm -hmm. couples who may not make a lot of money. And like Mm -hmm. you said, someone's looking at this like, oh, wow, I wish my person could do that. And they can't. They can do something else for you to show you that they love you. Yeah, but it's just may not be this private jet, <laughs> which is yeah. crazy, right? Because why would anybody think that's realistic for mm-hmm. most people? Like it's not, but it's just again, social media has brought this stuff to our face. It seems yeah. accessible, and it's not. Yeah, well, I mean, it's tied into obviously capitalism and like what we value, and te- capitalism teaches us that our we're only valuable if we have money, right? Like that's just what it is, and so I think that that 
what's happening is just an extension mm-hmm. of what society is already telling us. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch TV, it's the same thing, you know. Like you watch these reality shows. Half yeah. of these reality shows are portraying like rich people. Like we we'll, we like to watch rich people's lives, right? Like mm-hmm. that that is what it is. Um, yeah. Like I said, I just think that is is an extension of that. You mentioned that, of course, going deeper into capitalism. It's like also it kind of feeds to the idea. This idea people have that like broke people or poor people, those who don't have an excessive means, shouldn't be dating or they shouldn't mm-hmm. be having kids. Like, oh, because mm-hmm. you make a certain amount of money, you shouldn't enjoy life or you don't deserve love because you yeah. can't because you can't meet these standards. And just I'm thinking about that, and that just goes to another deeper level. It makes me think about men involved in their children's lives, and we discussed on previous podcasts how the role of men in their children's lives, and a lot of men may come from backgrounds where if you can't financially provide, then what what good are you to yeah. your children? Um, so it's it's deep. It gets deeper. I know, like I mean, there's obviously pros and cons to social media, but I yeah. really feel for the younger generation coming up and those who don't have the parents to guide them mm-hmm. or who won't develop the emotional intelligence. And they're like, this is yeah. not real. Like, enjoy it for what it is. But this yeah. may not be your reality. And that's yeah. okay. It doesn't make you less of a person. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. And I imagine that the pressure on men to be able to provide that for women is, is extremely hard. You know, that's a lot of pressure to, mm-hmm. you know, feel like you got to fly her out on a private jet or you can't go out unless you're taking her out for a $200 date. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. If I love you, I'm the type of person, obviously, I'm not going to date a man without a job. Like, like you said, let me make this clear again. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to date a man without a job. I'm not going to date a man that doesn't pay his bills on time. I'm not going to date a man mm-hmm. who is not good with money. That's just reality. But like, I'm very easily pleased. For me, like, it's more about thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm happy if you come home and you bring me an ice cream cone. <laughs> like, what? I, no sprinkles on that ice cream? You didn't. No. <laughs> Like I'm happy. Like, of course, I'm gonna want to go on vacations now. Right, right. Like, like if you're like, hey, baby, I booked this vacation for us. I'm like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. But like, that's my lifestyle, and that's the lifestyle that I have created for myself. So I'm not gonna date mm-hmm. anybody that can't match that. But I'm not shaming people that that's not what they want, or that's not their lifestyle, or that's not right. what they value. Like, you just have to find the right people for you, mm-hmm. right? No, that yeah. makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to this guy. The other day, and we were just, we we're both, you know, in our late 30s, hypothetically speaking. He was like, Yeah, you know, we're not start- in your late 30s. <laughs> I mean, 35, after 35 and up is late 30. That's what I call it. That's because know. they want you to be part of their group. Oh, okay. I mean, it's kind of like when you round numbers, when you get to five, no. you go up. It's not late. It's not- <laughs> you're in your mid 30s. My mid 30s, excuse me. Well, he's in his late 30s, but he basically was like, Yeah, when he starts dating again, He's going to date younger women. And I'm like, oh, God. He's like, yeah, because they, uh, you know, the the cost, <laughs> the cost is cheaper. You could take them to uh, more inexpensive restaurants and stuff. And I was like, that is terrible way to think. Disgusting. Um, it is. And I mean, we were laughing about it. Um, and then uh, he was like, I was like, so, so what's wrong with dating a woman like my age? You know, like a, a div- say the woman's divorced and she has older kids. And he's like, no, because those women, 
They know what they want. <laughs> they have a lifestyle they're used to. They're going to want to go on vacation. And I'm sort of like, oh my god. So you basically, so you basically want someone that doesn't know you're a loser. I'm just saying. To this. <laughs> like, but no, I hate that. I hate that crap because when I see that, I'm like, for to me, that's predatory behavior. You're literally dating someone that doesn't understand yet, like, so that you could chill. Come on, so you don't have to put in. So you don't have to put in real work. So right. you're happy with a McDonald's happy. And I'm laughing. We're joking about it. But I'm like, yo, even if he was playing, there are guys that think like that. And no, there's a. <laughs> he's not playing. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he's not playing. And, and like, there are a ton of men that think like that. I mean, hello, sixty year olds dating twenty year olds. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, I mean, for one, I know there's some. Uh, validity to that but no when i was in my 20s you're also not about to play with me but I, it may have just depend again on your who raised you mm-hmm. your background what you set for yourself because in my mid-20s i already had my career and my own things i was taking myself out to eat going on vacation so yeah you, know about to play, you wasn't about to play with me but yes. but <laughs> i also felt like i entered the I was going to say that. I think I entered the dating scene late, so I never, like... Yeah, you didn't have to... Do <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I didn't have to deal with You weren't going to Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I've been in neighborhood restaurants, but that's what I'm saying. I don't mind that type of stuff. Like, as long as the food is good, like, I'm chill. Like, I mean, I yeah, I'm not saying I'm above applebee's like if we're like on a road trip and i see applebee's will stop i mean when i was 19 the guys that took me on dates that's what they could afford those kind of restaurants i wasn't going on dates when i was 19 i was in the trap house (laughs) (laughs) no no they was yeah Yeah, (laughs) i'm just keeping it 100 okay oh using carry out you could you could have done both yeah we were eating chinese food from the corner store (laughs) no at 19 i get it we're both working minimum wage jobs we both live with our parents this is what we can afford Mm -hmm. fast forward no my husband cannot take me out on a date to applebee's that doesn't mean that (laughs) something's with applebee's but we've reached a certain place in our life where we want different food we want a different environment that's okay girl what So, so a man that you're dating gonna drive you to the burbs and take you to Chili's or Applebee's? Nah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. But that's me. I I want to try new restaurants. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, no, it's not for me. What I'm saying is I'm past yeah. that, and I think that's the idea that we we do create a lifestyle for ourselves. Mm, but then you're, but then you're, but then you're essentially saying that you're giving into that same culture by saying no. I'm I just don't want to go to Applebee's. <laughs> It's not price. I don't want to go to a chain restaurant. I'm past that. I'm past it's, that level. It's below you now. <laughs> I'm past Applebee's. Okay, it's nothing to do with price. There are a little some neighborhood um, restaurants that so are. So you just you're talking about chain restaurants. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm past chain restaurants. I'm, I mean, I, maybe because I don't live in the suburbs. Because I'd be like, why are everybody about Red Lobster? Oh God, no. <laughs> past Beyonce Red goes to Red Lobster. Okay. <laughs> And then she ain't past it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's maybe because I live in the city. I feel like a lot of families in suburbs still go to chain restaurants. We just don't have a lot of them. So maybe that's the reason. I'm not going to shame anybody. But I was at Chili's during the Christmas break. So I'm not All right. Right. Out. I'm like, girl, what you talking about? <laughs> I could say it on a date night. I ain't going to Chili's or Applebee's. Here. Yeah, not, no. Me neither. I'm not putting on no heels. But I'm cool with going, like, wherever. Like, yeah. as long as it's not run down. Yeah. 
But all that to say is I do think we create expectations from ourselves for ourselves based on the mm-hmm. life that we live. And so if my life commands a certain way, like if I live a certain way, I would want the man that's courting me to court me that way. And if I you can't, that's okay. Like if I you agree. can't meet my, it's cool. I don't I think agree. anything's wrong with that. I think the problem is for men and women, especially young people who have not yet mm-hmm. reached a certain level, I feel like your expectations should match your level and lifestyle. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, that's all. So another thing where I think social media also sets unrealistic expectations is communication. Um, and I know we probably will different on this because you've definitely told me like <laughs> in terms of communication, um, when, you know, the time frame in which somebody should respond to you, the tone of how they respond to you. Those are things that I just probably just don't think about, especially because I haven't had experience with dating apps. But do you think that level of communication is also set unrealistic expectations because of social media? The idea that I always have a phone in my hand or I'm online means that I have to respond to you by a certain time or... I mean, if you like me, you're going to respond to me in a timely manner, period. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Period. Don't want to hear it. Like... If you like me, you need to respond in a timely manner. Don't take no eight hours to respond to me. It'll be a wrap. I'll be gone. It'll be a ghost. So, but like, we all have lives, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody has lives. I'm busy. I work seven days a week. I go to the gym five times a week. I play basketball in the league. And somehow I find time to respond to people's text messages in a timely manner. So goodbye. Okay. And that's it. And move on. Because I'm like, no, because people are like, well, people have lives. You know, the, the argument is, I'm not saying you have to respond to me in five minutes, 10 minutes, but I'm saying you can respond within three hours. Right. If you're having a busy day at work, okay. When you do respond, make sure you know that you acknowledge, hey, sorry, I had a busy day at work. Don't just eight hours later okay what's up like nothing like mm-hmm. i don't know that's but then then again people might have different standards this is what i expect right mm-hmm. like, if that's not you boo boo then i am okay mm-hmm. period okay <laughs> so this actually trickles into what's <laughs> hot on the um on the tiktok and on the twitter right now <laughs> um there's a discussion going on about west elm caleb Okay. You're gonna have to explain to people exactly what oh, that is. Well you explain it because I feel like you watch more TikTok videos. Girl, I don't I don't even know what you said. What you was talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um so there's this guy in New York City somewhere. Uh his name is Caleb. Um and he's apparently popular with the ladies on dating apps and so all these ladies have come out and fig- and discover that they've all dated the same man and they're trying to out him for ghosting them and sending or- dick pics yeah i actually didn't see that part sending um unsolicited pictures and cop pretty much copy and pasting messages he sends to one girl to another girl to the next and pretty much he's a douche and then, and then reappearing and being like i'm so sorry you know, <laughs> yeah. I, uh-huh. <laughs> it definitely sounds uh unstable definitely sounds like a douchebag mm-hmm. but they're you know the the girls have taken it to another level in which they're really trying to like outcast them i don't know from what just they just want to blow up his spot. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's anything wrong with notifying a girl like, girl, I dated him and he goes like, you know, whatever. But yeah. I don't know, coming for his job. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think coming for his job is a bit much. Yeah. And kind of like this cult following of getting him. I don't even know what they're trying to honestly the end goal. I just think that's another 
part of social media where things are just exaggerated. I mean, douchebags always existed, right? But well, I think what they're doing uh, in the sense of uh, warning other women is positive. Like mm-hmm. clearly, this man is going around love bombing a bunch of women, pretending like he likes them, and then ghosting them. Obviously, that's not okay behavior, and the man mm-hmm. needs therapy, right? Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Hey, like you shouldn't have been doing that if you want to get called out on it. However, like uh, and trying to impact somebody's livelihood for behavior that he just needs therapy for I think is a whole different ball game and not right but I think like now the TikTok trend from the videos I watch have evolved into like West Elm Caleb as a type of person mm-hmm. that exists and is very common like mm-hmm. yes there are a bunch of dudes on dating apps who revolve and have no intention on dating anybody seriously and do it for bits of attention and then mm-hmm. ghost a bunch of girls that is so common like and my thing is like know the signs of that type of guy and don't like it's not that big of a deal yeah and i think my thing (laughs) is before dating apps and all that like that guy did exist he just may not called you back (laughs) then it's the end of that or yeah i just don't think i don't know the video that i saw that really kind of shaped my opinion was it was this woman and she literally began the video saying she found him on the app and she just was going to add him to her arsenal And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so you can add a guy to your arsenal, but he can't add girls to his arsenal. It's just a little hypocritical for me, not Mm. to diminish his douchebag ways, but like you're on an app just trying to build up your roster. So is he. What makes him different than what you did other than he's a man and maybe you didn't like his approach? Yeah. I don't don't feel like he should be criminalized. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of West Elm Caleb's running around in the world. Like, that's just reality. And it's up to women to weed out those type of men. Yeah, and that just makes me, again, like, what is, like, everybody hops on this bandwagon when information is put online. It's like, we have to crucify this person. And I'm not saying some people don't deserve it. But Mm -hmm. there, I feel like enough people don't have the wisdom or emotional intelligence to say, hey, maybe it's not that serious. And I have to, you know, I'm I'm giving, I'm taking it with a grain of salt because I know some of these people are young, right? Mm -hmm. I was 20 once. I can't imagine if I had a TikTok at 20 and (laughs) just all the rambling I would do. And so I kind of like, okay, these may still be some young women working things out. It's not that big a deal. But also it's like, like, calm down and then the um someone that's also just culture right like it's the same thing on twitter but go ahead yeah yeah you're right it is it is and i and i definitely i'm not gonna say i haven't fell into it before but sometimes it's like yeah we kind of do need the whole story but also we got to stop like over analyzing people i think i don't know i don't know if you notice it but i feel like social media has people like over analyzing human behavior I think that's what it's for, right? Like, is it? You know, is it? I think part of it, like, yeah, I think that's what people literally do. Like, you can't expect people to go on to an app and not analyze what they're watching. You know, like, that's just part of our nature, I feel. And, like, I just think people need to know that if you post something online, you mm-hmm. know, like, TikTok can be extremely toxic. Like, just the comment sections can be extremely negative. Just... Like, for example, there was um, some a woman with dwarfism dancing mm-hmm. with her husband um, mm-hmm. on the app the other day. And people were like, girl, you need to run. He doesn't love you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, he is not for you. Like, <laughs> okay. he is not looking at you like he should be. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And, like, the reality was he had just become, he, he had just come from a dental appointment and he wasn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. 
So like they did all of that about how she should leave him based on her dancing and him not being into it because he'd just come from the dentist. Is the yeah, reality. and I don't. You're right, and I don't even know why I'm acting surprised because that's literally what the tabloids did, right? They would take yeah. a picture of some celebrity couple, and on the front page, he's not into her anymore. Look at the way his hand is. <laughs> yeah, I just like it's toxic. Like I just try not to participate. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's all you can do. I don't know if that. I don't know if it's new. Like, yeah, I feel like we've also always. Yeah, I feel like we've always been overanalyzing human behavior, and I think the same thing takes place on all the apps. You know, TikTok, Mm -hmm. Instagram, especially Twitter. I don't even use Twitter because I think it's so toxic. Like, really? I'm sure there's. I'm sure. I'm sure there's good things too, but the way that people bully each other on Twitter, I'm. I'm disgusted. Oh yeah, yeah, they definitely bully people. Yeah, Um, and and I think it's 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 kind of like a big old. It's like a big old adult lunch table right like yeah, the, yeah. The, the um whatever the the room at work everyone eats lunch in the water cooler and like tiktok reminds me like of the high school version or college version but yeah, yeah. those people with their clicks man it's brutal out there yeah. um to go viral on twitter <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, mm, no thanks. But the part <laughs> of that overanalyzing, I think that bothers me the most is the overusage of diagnosing people. Like, we don't know if this guy's a narcissist. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that's like my pet peeve for um, the internet is people seeing someone's behavior that maybe, you know, abnormal, maybe not morally good. And it's like, oh, he must be a narcissist. Oh, he is antisocial. Like, we don't, yeah. you know. You don't know that. <laughs> it's crazy because there's like also like just people on the internet marketing themselves like like that and mm. then like attracting women who are like going through that. So there's this like one guy who has, you know, diagnosed narcissistic personality disorder and he mm-hmm. um and so he's always talking about the ways in which he used to manipulate women, you know, how he's recovering and what narcissists do and examples of their behavior. And then every woman in the comment is like, yeah, my ex-boyfriend who was a narcissist. <laughs> when reality, like, bro, like the, I don't know the percentage, but there's not that many narcissists it's in very, the world. It's very low to be diagnosed yeah. with narcissists. <laughs> And most of us, like most of the culture right now has narcissistic traits because you can't not be active in social media and have some level of narcissistic traits. Everyone does. Like, that's just reality. Like, oh, I have confidence. He has so much confidence and he's arrogant and he doesn't pay me enough attention. Therefore, he's he's a narcissist. narcissist. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I just think it's taught. There's just a lot of toxicity happening on social media, but I also just think it's like an extension of the toxicity that's happening in life and relationships in general. You know, it's wow. just like it's magnified because we're looking at it all day. Right. This is basically how our parents and grandparents were. And now we're like the aftermath. Oh, here it is. By the way, this is everything we've been doing in life in your face. And it, I guess the good part is, is it does show us how toxic people can be. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Remember me and you have conversations like, damn, I didn't know people could be this toxic. Yeah. Like I never even and then in public, that. Yeah. It's like and you don't mind on a public platform with the world to see. You don't mind some people seeing how toxic you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the girl's name, but she's a rapper's girlfriend. And apparently Rihanna took her um what do you call it? Her endorsement from her, Fenty, because she made some um, comments joking about domestic violence. And she was like so unapologetic about it. And people were like, hey, you know, that's not right. 
because she was a victim herself. And I'm like, she's really on her live talking bad about DV victims. And then like, I guess a week or so later, Rihanna removed her endorsement. It's like, wow, how could you be so stupid? Like you had an endorsement from Rihanna and she took it from you all because you were just willfully being obtuse on the internet. Yeah, I mean, uh, she's probably an idiot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think she was any less idiotic off of the internet. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that's also the issue. Like, no one's ever told you that mm-hmm. you sound stupid. And then you get online and then now everyone's like, oh, you're an idiot. They got to reevaluate like, hmm, am I stupid? That's even if they do reevaluate, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. I think the internet also reveals to us like where people really stand, which is. Mm-hmm. Good. I remember I saw the other day Sia. I guess Sia had one of her dancers imitate somebody who had autism. Who's, who? Sia the singer had one of. Oh, her I don't dancers. know her. Okay. Anyway, she had one of her dancers um, portray somebody with autism or something, and the girl didn't have autism. And, you know, the autistic community, like, complained about it and said it wasn't right, and she ignored them. And then it became a big thing. And now she's like, oh, man, like, all the bullying online and, you know, made me want to kill myself. And it's like, I can get the bullying, and yes, it's not right, but, like... Now you're asking for sympathy. Mm-hmm. If you would have just listened in the first place when people said that this is a pr- inappropriate, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be in this situation. So it's kind of like two sides of a coin. Yeah. And that and that's like the big part. Like no one's ever told you. It makes me think about, I don't know if you saw that Reese Jim Jones talk about his mom kissing him. Oh, yeah. And I'm that. like, he really got online and said, but no one's ever seen it. But then he tried to take it back, and yes. his mom was trying to defend it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so she did do it. And you didn't realize that, that wasn't appropriate until you said it. I mean, there's some good and bad to that, right? Like someone else yeah. watching that, and they're like, yeah, that's not normal. But also, you didn't think anything was wrong with this because you just came on a podcast and started talking with it. Yeah, about how your mom practiced kissing on you. Yeah. That's very disturbing. Yeah, social media definitely is the place where human secrets are coming alive. Mm. <laughs> Keep your business on the low, people. <laughs> no. <laughs> You don't want people judging your life, just be quiet. Yeah, pretty much. Unless you don't mind people judging. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, eh. But then it's like, if you have awareness, right? You can share your life. Right, in a way that helps other people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I went through that, so you don't have to. Not, yeah, I was doing that. Doesn't everybody? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, kind of just to close out, I think, I don't know what my ultimate goal was here (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but obviously there are pros and cons to yeah for sure social media as people have been saying for decades at this point but Mm -hmm. i do think that sometimes people need a break and i don't know even taking a break from social media won't help but i don't know what will but i think breaks are always healthy breaks and like you said awareness unfortunately everybody may not get that same level of awareness at the same time in their life they may not ever get it but it'd be good for people to understand like social media really is like it could be like i don't i want to say it's like a reality tv show but sometimes it is depending on it is (laughs) it is it it can be because you're just seeing like i always say the the best moments of people's lives yeah And then when people do share their bad moments, they share them after they happen, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I went through this, but not really when. And they're not really supposed to. You're not supposed to see someone's, you know. You just really don't know what people what's going on in people's lives. Basically. Everything can look great. Yeah. And it could be in, in friggin' shambles, so. Yeah. 
Good thing so, to keep that in mind. Yeah, take social media with a grain of salt. <laughs> mm-hmm. And take breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. Holla.